Yeah, here. We're fine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Get in the Garage. We're a music podcast. For music lovers. What's up, everybody? We hope you enjoy our new lighting situation. Right? Yeah. I gave you a side eye a little bit. We're working. That's okay. We're working on it. Jeff couldn't be here today. Uh, He is busy doing some manual labor with Roy Boy. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's helping him out doing stuff. Oh. Uh, So, I would just like to point out that we are not in the hospital lighting that we were in last week yes yeah it's very institutional wasn't it it really was <laughs> but you know it's trial and error guys doing this stuff on a budget over here um luke how you doing man uh how are you i'm fine yeah right wonderful yeah sure luke just got back from a lovely vacation in new hampshire um yep yeah yep yep and they it's you stay at like a house right yeah yep it's nice very nice. Some sickly. Cold. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? Well, we don't vacation well. I need a vacation from this vacation, guys. Yeah. It happens. What can you do? If we don't vacation well, well. Let me tell you, I don't think we vacation very well. I think we're too anxious of people to vacation. I was I was literally in Greece ruining my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how how can I why why am I doing this? But you know, some people you just don't vacation well, man. I feel for you people. I know. There's we're out there. We're out there. Yeah, it's almost like you need to be like led on like a like a group the whole time where you're just not doing anything. Yeah, I can't make any decisions. You can't make any. You are the worst decision yeah. maker. I mean, I'm a bad decision maker. Yeah. You're fr- um, pretty on par. Yeah, indecisive. You're indecisive you, at like weird places though. Yeah, I know. Like I have full on meltdowns if you, Jade t- tells me like I want this brand of this thing and I go to the grocery store and they have two other brands of that thing but not the brand of the actual one that she wants. I'll have like an existential crisis in the middle of Walmart, like, well, which one do I buy? It's not exactly what she wants. And it's like, and it's no, it's no fault of hers. I don't want this to. I know. You know what I've saying? called but you. But it's my own. I've like, called ah. you in the middle of that time to be like, hey man, could you like mail that letter? And then you're like, oh man, you know, like the peanut butter is. And I'm like, oh my god, here we go. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? It's just the way we're hardwired, <laughs> unfortunately. Also, uh, another news to bring it back to a. Uh, a very decisive decision that I made today, which was to purchase this lovely raspberry danish that we can decorate our table with. So I'm really eat excited about it. on the microphone. Eat on mic. There's nothing better than hearing other people eat stuff. Did yeah. you ever listen to the NPR show? Uh, who was it? Um, it? Who's the food schmooze? Oh, uh, Faith Middleton. Faith Middleton had some uh, guests on, and they were tasting different types of salt <laughs> on air. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I, under- I guess I understand why people like ASMR. Not for me though. I yeah, a food show over the radio, quite you difficult. Hear that stuff? Uh, Megan Chakrabarty on NPR. Yeah. Uh, or no, uh, Mary Louise, right? Which That's the that other one? host. Uh, All things considered, she oh. she goes like, mwah, mwah, yeah, mwah, a lot. Oh, who was? Just nuts. Who was the lady that was on? She retired a few years back. Oh, uh, God. She had, like, that really, really shaky voice. She was an older woman. Is it uh, El- Ellen? Uh, Remember? No. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah. I she can't... wouldn't be on 90. Uh, she wouldn't be on 89.1. She'd Is be it, on 89.9. Uh, beat, beat. 
Yeah, she would like talk like that. She had like a very, very Granny Wendy type voice. We're very, we're very much talking about the personalities of NPR. Yeah, yeah, we are. It's a music podcast, so yeah. NPR is the radio, whatever. So, well, Michael wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, what, Michael, what did you want to talk well, about? Well, while Luke was enjoying um, <laughs> his vacation in the frozen wasteland of New Hampshire, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've had uh, the past few days off, kind of revitalize rejuvenate if you will you know some some me time and naturally during this me time i watch a lot of bad television and uh i started re-watching the season three of rock of love with brett michaels and um man trash television yeah full-on so trash tv this episode of get in the garage is really going to be uh an ode to me and michael's love for music related reality tv yeah and music-related programming. I'll say, yeah, like, because I'll be, like... And, and it it's also seeps in a little bit to, like, the surreal life and, like, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. Because that's really, like, the birthplace of this kind of... Yes, me and Michael grew up in the age of celeb reality on VH1 and all those great celebrity-driven reality shows. Yeah. And, like, they had rock stars on them, and they were fun. And I think it kind of broke a weird, like, wall with people in, like... You know what I mean? Because before that, you weren't really getting um, in like an inside look to like what people were kind of like like in their normal lives. Yeah, you're um, saying like rock, like celebrities, rock yeah. stars. Yeah, and then like you get to see some of them in like outrageous situations, uh, i.e., Brett Michaels, and uh, you know, um, and then like even further now, like we have this like great TV series that we're both watching, the Pam and Tommy. Uh, yeah, right, right. TV series on Hulu, and, like, that's actually, like, a big commentary on, like, a lot of these reality shows anyway, and yeah, how right. they kind of all got, yeah. you know, really started by, like, an invasion of privacy situation, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That show's wild, man. Yeah, it is wild, and I that think show it has... is so wild, and I kind of, I feel bad for Pamela Anderson, just on the, in the sense of, like, there was some controversy over, like, this show even being made. They never really got her blessing. More right. recently, she's completely gotten rid of, like, all her social media and stuff like that. She kind of, like, you know, yeah. pulled back. Um, but you watch it, and it is crazy, man. It's, I mean... It, like, the last episode that I just watched, it was the last one I think available, is when they're sitting with her during the deposition, and they're, like, playing the sex tape to her in the room, like, surrounded by lawyers. Oh, it's got to be terrible. And it's like, oh, my God, dude. Like, and that happened. That's the that's what's so crazy about it, is, like, they made her, they made the real Pamela Anderson do that. It's just fucking... Right. Ugh, it's so gross, man. Well, I think, like, what is interesting in, like, so, like, let's kind of get started, because, like, I think the overarching theme of, like, a lot of what's going on now is, like, even, like, the Britney Spears docu documentaries is... Yeah. Like, you're getting a thing where we're kind of looking back on, like, what we, like, did to mm. these personalities and these oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even, like, I say it all the time, that Brian Wilson movie, um, the biopic. Yeah, with uh, John Cusack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, that, the this whole... Paul Dano. Yeah, is, uh, like, a look back on, like, how we're, like, treated people yeah. and treated, like, the celebrities and the artists that were, um, you know, around in yeah. these times. Like, so, I mean, the first one for me is, like, obviously one that me and you laugh about all the time when we love dearly is the Osbournes, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, 
Yeah. That would probably be like the first because like at a of my age, that was the first rock star reality show I remember watching. Like I watched it with my yeah. family. Yeah. Cause we were all like my dad, like we were all into Ozzy. We were Ozzy yeah. fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. we watched the show and that show is quite bizarre because I grew up loving it. It was a big cultural thing. Yeah. Like they were big in the zeitgeist. Like it was fun. Ozzy was like your like bumbling grandpa kind of situation. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it was like it played it played well like that, right? But then me and you, like a couple like we look back at that show probably ten years after it was on the air. Yeah. Like maybe thirteen years after, like that kind of and we were watching it. Yeah. And me and you were struck with why is Ozzy the the reasonable one in the room all the time and everybody else is crazy? And then you were like, yeah. oh, like this is kind of bizarre because now you kind of look back on you're like Oh, this is a man with substance abuse problems who's trying to like get control of his life, and he's having a very hard time. And he seems yeah. very rational and reasonable, and yeah. the people around him seem very unstable, vapid, and fucking just yeah, vapid and like unreasonable. And, yeah, man, yeah, drunk on fucking just Money. materialism. Yeah, you know, because really, that's the whole. And even I, you could, yeah, it's so it is so funny. I remember having that conversation with you. We were just like, why. Why is Ozzy the only motherfucker that's, like, actually making sense? And the whole time he's just, like, shaking because he's so fucked up on whatever sort of yeah, prescription man. medications they have him on. Yeah. He's just out of his fucking mind the whole time. Right. But he's talking sense. Yeah. He's like, what? No, why would, like, no, why would we do that? Why would we do that? Why would we do that? They're just like, oh, Ozzy. And they just fucking even, steamroll him. Even to the, like, one. Okay, so we can start, like, with the, like, I mean, we can get, we're getting into it. But, like, the basic of him being, like, I don't want to step in dog shit. Reasonable request. Any human being, right? Not nah. and then too, like even to his image when like that famous bubbles scene is happening, he's like I'm the prince of fucking, fucking darkness. darkness, right? So like even like like a uh, blandly obviously Ozzy isn't an evil man or a werewolf. Like yeah, the right. marketing is like spooky Halloween. Yeah, it's like Alice Cooper. It's yeah, like it's all not, that stuff. It, yes, right. It's like it's an image. Yeah, it, and it's not bubbles. You know. It's, yeah, it's like it's, it's this fucking yeah, it's creature. Fake, it's fake jelly in your mouth and yeah. like blood and you know. Yeah. Let's see, the gatefold on this is great as well. Let's see it. Pull it up. Oh, look at that. The Oz man cometh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. The prince of fucking dark. But no, you're right, though, in that way where he's like, you know, it's, I don't know, man. It's it's sad in that. Like, okay, so you watch something like that, right? And then you watch something like Gene Simmons' Family Jewels, right? And Gene Simmons', Gene Simmons Family Jewels is Gene Simmons being like, Oh no, man! I can fucking, I can make money on this reality TV shit. Right. So, and he goes in, and he's like smart about the whole fucking thing. And like, even when he acts a certain way, you're like, is well, it's is that all, him? Is it not? But like, at this point, it's all like scripted out, and it's just like a, it's a good way to sell yeah. Kiss merchandise, right? Right. right and like, right. so that's like all fair for me. Like, I'm cool, way more cool with that, and like everybody being like game, wink, wink on it. You know what I mean? Where yeah. everybody's like having a good. This is. Gene Simmons family jewels. We're having fun, you know. You're, this is my son Nick. We yeah. he plays guitar. He's yeah. in a, you know. I don't know. You know what I mean. The, would you I don't say, know if his son's name was Nick. Would you? Say, I think it's Nick. Yeah. Uh, that would might you be say, that might be Hulk Hogan, which is why. Oh, there is a Nick Hogan, but I think his son's name is Nick because I think he was like Nico, like he calls him Nico. I, I think I don't know. That's not the point. Hey, do you know Tina Fey's Greek? Yeah. I didn't know that. I read yeah. her book the other day. We claim her as our own. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you very much. She's a real funny one. Thank you very much. Yeah, she's great. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but this is what I'm saying, right? Like, if you were to look at this, I think that the the thing 
about the Osbournes, I absolutely love it, right? I absolutely love it. But I think it's like it's it's marketed in this way of like we're all having a good laugh at Ozzy's expense. Right. But the thing is, is it's like, you know, when you it's like when you look at like superhero victim or superhero villains differently by the end of the superhero movie like in the same sort of way with ozzy by the end of it and then when you go back and rewatch it as an adult like you said this is a man clearly struggling with substance issues like it gave him parkinson's like i don't know if there's any definitive proof but he has parkinson's like it's 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 like you look at it man and you're like oh man poor fucking yeah ozzy dude that's fucking it's more of a bummer yeah man and it's like you feel bad for him you're like fuck dude this dude needs someone like 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 take care of him in a sort of compassionate empathetic nurturing right way but the whole thing but is at just the same time up. same time he's also fucking yeah but but no, at the same time you know drug addicts are you know yeah no 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 no, no. i listen i i com- there's a me, f- I completely understand there's be a fair 50 50 but i'm yeah right uh, entirely but what i think it's like i don't want to dismiss the fact that like i don't know if you watch that i think i talked about it briefly on the on one episode maybe like a month or two ago but they, they released, I think, like, the Biography Channel had released a full Ozzy documentary for free on YouTube. Oh, I heard about this. I have not seen this. Yes, so. it's very good. It's so worth the watch. Well, please it's incredible. P- preach to me and the listener why so, we should watch it. It's Well, it's incredible because it, does, it doesn't paint this sort of... It doesn't... It's not this kind of thing that, like, paints a specific kind of picture about Ozzy and the sort of, like, glorification. Like, it's not... It's definitely not head-on in the sort of a... Here's the music of the man who bit the bat. You know, it's not like that. It's like he was a crazy fucking drug addict who was like in the middle. <laughs> I loved. I just like binged watched like ten of those the other day. Did you? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was way spot on. <laughs> um, but uh, Jesus, I'm like losing my train of thought here. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. Oh Jesus, no. So the documentary itself is 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 um, approached in a way that doesn't paint him out to be this sort. You know, like you can tell, like he's there's so much sort of like remorse and regret for like the crazy shit that he did man because he like straight up attacked fucking sharon osborne at one point tried to fucking kill her like it was a thing like yeah he was off the off the rails so i'm not trying to excuse him by any means but if we're looking at it from the perspective of like like real mental health and blah blah blah, blah, blah is that not just uh you know a t- like uh, isn't ozzy's case just the case of like somebody who it was just kind of like he had issues and then he made it so much money he could take any drug he wanted and like right. here we go like here's the ride right you know so I don't know. It's there's, you know, they're human beings, man. Like nobody, you know, like people do all kinds of fucked up stuff throughout their life and then like grow to be better people and you know well, re- even feel bad for it. But I'm saying with Ozzy, it's just even to this, like you know, uh, like to like shows like Celebrity Rehab, like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. like followed after that in the, you know what I mean? Because like for, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know which one was the first one, but like I watched and you had like, um, like I mean, if we're talking like music, like people like me that I watched on like Stephen Adler. It was a, yeah, is, a right. was a, is a great drummer, Guns N' Roses drummer yeah. from the first record. One of my favorite drums on any record, by the way, yeah. are the drums on the first Guns N' Roses record. Oh, they swing yeah. and they're so groovy. Yeah, great kick work. Anyway, so besides all that point, like, so you're like seeing like things like that where people melt down. That show is like a pro and con for me because I feel like it uh, de-stigmified uh, rehab for normal people. 
on like a level yeah. that yeah. I still I think that show did a lot for people. Yeah. Because you got you'd be like, oh, they suffer too, just like us. You know yeah. what I mean? So there was something like that to it. Yeah. So I can't say that show was all good and bad. I have mixed feelings about that one. Yeah, my uh, where I get mixed feelings with it in in the sense is like it as a viewer, as a viewer. You do genuinely have those people who, like, a show like that does some good for them, right? Like you said, it destigmatizes the idea of, like, doing rehab. And it's like some people, for some people, some of these celebrities are, like, their heroes. So they're like, man, if Steve Adler has to go to fucking rehab, like, maybe it's right. time for me to fucking get to rehab. And that, I think, is a quality that, that something like that show has that's good. Very good. However, there's the flip side. That's that infatuation with watching people crumbling. Yeah, it's like the... And it's like... And it's, it's the same for fucking hoarders and like the my strange addictions and like all those kinds of shows where it's like for some strange reason not for some strange reason we know the fucking reason let's be honest but human beings like we are we're attracted to watching people doing worse than we are right and what whatever the reason that is whether it comes from it's like your own sort of self whatever or you know whatever the Whatever, because I watch fucking yeah. hoarders. I'm not gonna lie and, to you. I fucking love. Oh, of course. Hoarders. Like I've it's watched great. hoarders like, before. Everybody, the lady over here's eating a fucking couch. It's like this is bananas. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it, some of it is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll, I, you know, and so there is the the both elements of it. It's just I feel like we're at the, a, a turning point where where yeah. I think where people are starting to critically look at because like so let's take like the what in the modern view of it like the Pam and Tommy thing that's out yeah. now. I feel like people like that is like a take. One, it's a comedy, but two, it's well, yeah. also a drama. Yeah, it's a yeah, like a comedy drama. Yeah. yeah, so like there's some outrageous scenes in it that are like lewd and crazy. There's a full frontal. There's like male frontal nudity in it. Full, yeah, f- both female and male. Yeah. Yeah, and um. Uh, maybe not female full frontal, but no, but there's male. Well, there's like a ton of male mm-hmm. front. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, there's a lot. He talks to his penis at one point. Yes. Um, I was trying to save it, but yeah, he talks to his, oh, his penis. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to not spoiler alert, but spoiler alert, he talks to his penis. Yeah, um, yeah. but it doesn't. I don't think that spoils anything in terms of the story. If you haven't seen it, you know, it's but, just a funny, yeah, weird it, like what the fuck. It, but it, it's like a, it's a good, it's like a comedy in one aspect. It has like all the levity of like the situations and stuff. Like it makes it lighter, but at the other point, it's like a real hard look of like, of like what happened and what was going on in the zeitgeist and like how we treated the like people you know what i mean and it's like for me when like we're getting on those kind of levels like i think it's like more interesting now because i think we're getting to the point where like like even like at pop like pop music i feel like is going to be becoming like more interesting because that element of like might be taking out of it a little bit, and it might, you know what I mean? It might yeah. get, like, a harder focus on art itself, and, y- mm. you know? Even to, like, yeah. the even to the point of, like, like, I know this is going to be, like, a wild swing, but, like, that Olivia Rodrigo song that was popular, you know what I mean? The Driver's License song? I don't think so. You, oh, you don't know that song? Dude, no. get on point. It's You know the album cover. It's the girl with the stickers on her uh, all over her face and tongue. It's purple. You've seen it everywhere. The album's everywhere. Anyway, for Michael is an old old man over here and literally doesn't know one of the most popular records that's been released in the past couple of years. It's literally like the number one vinyl sale. I, I, you do know that, no right? No way. Yes, it was the I think it was well, if not the number one, it was like number two vinyl sale of last year. What was year. the name of the album? Do you know? Um, she looks familiar, but I can't. I don't know. I, f- I forget what the name of the album is, but 
Either way. Oh, I know. Ex- I know. Ex- yeah, I found it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's called sour. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The purple with the purple in yeah, the background. Duh. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Now you know. But to, know. to say like that is like we're taking like somebody right. Yeah. And then we're like f- focusing on the thing about that song was everyone was like, oh, I've had that feeling. Yeah. Oh, I know what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I hope mm. we're gonna get to like a point of like where. We get less scrutinizing. Even, like, Billie Eilish, like, she kind of is taking all those, like, no, you're not going to talk about me like that. Yeah, right. We're not going to—this conversation is going to be framed this way. Yeah. It's going to be the way I want it to be framed. Or she's like, why are you asking a child that? Like, it's—that's, that. like, the more of narrative coming out of, like, young pop stars now where they're like, no, 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 no. You did that to so-and-so, and and this is how that app turned out, so I'm not doing this anymore. That This isn't going to happen. And I think it's, like, a learning curve, but, like, I think as a society, I feel like we're not as apt. I mean, we love to tear people down and build them back up. Like, everybody likes a good, uh, you know, like, third act story. Right, right. But, like, the whole thing is, like, I feel like we shouldn't be, you know what I mean? I feel like the, I feel like we're less, there's always going to be that, like, Oh, who's dating so and so? But yeah. like, if you don't want to play in those games, I feel like the times are like you don't have to anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, we really did a number on the early pop stars, man. Yeah, like, of our I era. Mean, yeah, of our, like, I mean, Jesus. at least because like ours were the uh, reality TV show stars. Yeah, so right, like right. even Tying like I can back. name so many people that have TV, like Travis Barker had his own reality TV show. Yeah, um, I could just who else? Yeah. Um, uh, uh. Chicken, Chicken of the Sea. Uh, uh, oh, Jessica, Jessica Simpson, Simpson and, and Nick, Nick Lachey. Right. So they had both had reality shows. Both yeah, were they artists. They did too. Yep, you know what yep. I mean? And there was like, and they always had like that's what, what's so f- crazy about watching back on those is you always do kind of see like there's like like one of them, Ozzy, Jessica Simpson to a certain extent Gene Simmons, but that might have been planned. There's always like one of the celebrities involved in the show on the show most likely starring in the show that are like the butt of the joke right they're like eh, come on, you know because i mean people said people have like the chicken of the sea line oh well everybody like, fucking talk i mean it's very it's, it's, it's very dated now I it's give you very that, scripted but, but yeah it's the whole like and now but that's you know what but i mean now they're putting the kibosh on it they're just like no like yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah. it, that doesn't have to be like what it is anymore you know what i mean like and the thing is like now even like let's get like further like meta and like big picture on these conversations where if we're talking about like reality TV shows and like um celeb reality in that way is like um uh Beyonce released her own movie on Netflix, right? Uh, yeah. Billie Eilish released her own movie, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's where it's at now because they they get to go. This is what this is what Lady we're doing. Lady Gaga had a good one too, right? You see Lady what I'm Gaga, saying? Yeah. They all have their own like they're building their own things for their own, so they get right. to control their personality. They get control their art, right? And this their is how you're gonna see, right, man? It's not up to the VH1s and the fucking uh, right what's because the other? like it's too much for me. And I'm gonna be honest, man. Like like the don't meet your heroes thing. That shit's true. Don't meet your heroes. You well, don't. Except, except oh, one. Bro, why have to say it today? Except one. This is me with the gorilla, Zach Wild himself. Yeah. Listen, the, <laughs> Come on, I do a good Zach Wild. <laughs> but Osmosis I, I, was a great Ozzy record. I mean, listen, 
Okay, but I didn't mean to... I'm sorry, I cut you off, I know, but it was for the sake of the comedic uh, timing of it. But, like, the... Don't, don't meet your heroes. Yeah, man, yeah. it's like, that's a thing, you know what I mean? It's something yeah. to, like, you know, talk to somebody about art, read an interview, I enjoy that, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, if that if that's the art you're giving me, and the art is all of yourself all yeah. the time, that's cool. I can right, accept right. that on your terms, but you know what I mean? It's like the... It's the now like I don't. It's just I don't think you have to. I think it's it's better. It's better now like with the people releasing their own content, their own kind of things, yeah. their own. Even to the point where like you know, if a celebrity wants to be active on social media and give themselves, they could do the reality show in their hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't need to be filtered through this weird. Yeah. Right. Right. Thing. Yeah. Right. It's it is odd though because like going back just to just to tap on Rock of Love real quick. It oh was, yeah, because like it's crazy because. Let's talk about yeah. We talk talk about it. yeah. So the thing it's just it was so nuts, man. Because like the first episode, he's like, "I'm Brett Michaels from Rock of Love season one and season two. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why I couldn't find the woman of like my dreams, and then I realized it's because I'm on the road all the time. So we're gonna take this show on the road oh, and we're gonna God. take it on tour. And the first fucking segment when he goes in to meet these girls is, um. He's like, well, uh, you know, photography, right? He's like, I want to I want to take pictures of of these women. So he sets up like this sort of mock photo, you know, f- photographer studio or whatever. And he's like taking these pictures. But the best thing, though, is he comes out, dude. And you're just like, is Brett Michaels wearing fucking lip gloss right now? Oh, <laughs> and you're just so like, wearing and lip he's gloss. Like, and he's like, so like, and he's got the bandana to show to hide the receding hairline. Let's be honest. We all know what you're doing there, Brett. OK, you're not fooling nobody. All right. And but like, these are the ones. This is the ones I enjoy. Yeah, yeah right. Because it's so it, outlandish. You're well, like, what the fuck? This is why. So, like, this is like the difference for me on things like that, right? So, I feel like that revitalized Poison's career. Poison has like an all. Do you know Poison tours with like an all original lineup? Like still, still, huh? Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that so, is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that's the whole thing with me. I'm like, oh, like, Brett Michaels gets to go out. And it gave him, like, a solo career, too. So someone, for me, yeah. as, like, a, like I don't like, I mean, I if Poison comes on, I'm not going to really turn it off because I kind of I kind of like it. Like, yeah. Like, hits only, guys. Yeah, of course. But, um, like, your <laughs> Mama Don't Dance came on in Loyola the other day. <laughs> Even though it's a terrible cover, I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> to rock and roll. Oh. <laughs> like, that Brett Michaels has got something. My oh. God. Anyway, but like if yeah. you're, but he's like in on the joke with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, a hundred. Yeah. You he because I because it's have like to a, be. yeah, it's like this is a dating show. Let's it's be real fun. Too, man. Like Brett Michaels, if you really want to, okay. There's like the image and the the show and the blah 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 blah. blah but what is really Brett Michaels? Brett Michaels. He's an artist, man. He's a songwriter. Like yeah, and he's, he's like a, a pretty. Vo- res- so I think that he is a pretty like, responsible dude. He's got diabetes. You know what I mean? He's, oh, does he really? Yeah, it's a I big part of the him. show. He's never been like a huge partier because he has uh, diabetes, oh. the type you can't get rid of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's that one? One or two? I, can't I think remember. one's I think the one you can't get rid of. I think type two you can. Two is the yeah, because two's the one where it's just like just stop eating sugar. Well, I mean, let's not judge people, but. Well, right. I don't <laughs> listen. I don't. I'm just. I'm just saying. I think treatment wise, not that this is a medical. Yes. Anything. This is a medical podcast. No, it's not, it is not. It is not. This is not medical advice. Sugar's bad for you, though. An attack on Get in the Garage is attack on Get in the Garage. (laughs) It's an attack on music. It's an attack on podcasts themselves. An attack on Get in the Garage is attack on music. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
full on assault i'd say oh my God. um but it's it's crazy because yeah man like the, the even the show dude like the, the there's certain aspects of it though when i watch it and i'm just like there's no way this could be made today because it's so misogynistic and fucking you're like whoa and he's just like but it's 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 brett michaels has this air of innocence to him because yes. he's just like you know at the time i don't know how old he was at the filming of it but i'm assuming maybe like mid 40s something like that and he's just like i just want to find these hot babes and like party and like play some rock and roll and you're just like oh yeah because he's a fucking 19 year old boy stuck in a 45 year old man's body like of course he wants to be surrounded by beautiful women in a fucking tour bus like yeah that's every 19 year old boy right you know what i'm saying so not that i'm not you know trigger warning or whatever but i'm just what i'm trying the point i'm trying to make though is it's like you know man like it's just, it's just so, I don't know. It's just so crazy. It's so fucking crazy. So, but see, I get what you're, that is, that show for me is like, you're right. It is like, it has like all the layers of misogyny baked into it that are yeah. like a bit, yeah. you know, not, I'm not a fan of misogyny. No, what no, I'm no, saying no, no, no. That's not what like, we're saying. It's like. But we're talking, we're talking, what, what, what are we really talking about here? We're talking about like when we said earlier, when it's kind of like everybody has this weird like gluttonous place in them for entertainment or content that's right. just so like but cuz the thing is it's like at some point man like you, like the sex drugs and rock and roll is like a cliche that like it's one i enjoy you know what i mean yeah. but like that's the whole point of that show is like those people are signed like the people there it's that's what it is it's rock of love it's you know sex yeah, drugs right, and right. rock and roll yeah, it's like right. That that's the whole thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like the only drug is alcohol, which is terrible. But yeah. what, one of the worst ones. But what are you yeah. gonna do? But like that's the whole thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like if it's done in that way, where it's like rather harmless, and it's on, like you know what I mean? Yeah, really. And it's yeah, like yeah. everybody. If you think about the real atrocities that were happening in Hollywood. Yeah, like you know what I'm everybody saying? You know that this is entertaining. Like it's, it's 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 filmed and set up to look that way from the jump. Right, right, you know? right. And now I'm saying that that's okay. But, well, I but mean, I'm saying like people are free to do what they want. Yeah, at some point, you know what I mean? Yeah, it seems like it seems like every contestant on those show on those shows wants to be there. Right. So you know you, what I'm saying? You, yeah. So at, that's including why, including Brett Michaels, if, which I don't know why. No, oh, the best though, the best are the like the cuts when he's like getting intimate with like a girl. And like that, like moody acoustic guitar starts playing, and they're like in a hot tub, and he's just like, "I just want somebody who's gonna love me." And she's like, "I'm gonna love you so hard, baby." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like the strummy acoustic stuff, and you're like, "What the?" Fuck Before we am go, I watching right now, we gotta this name bananas. We gotta name Rocco Love contestants. We love uh, Lacey, that girl with the red hair. Late. Oh yeah, Lacey. Yeah. Rodeo. Rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a list? Hold on. Rodeo was one Hold of my on. favorites. There was that Swedish girl um, who had done some porn, if I remember correctly. Uh, there was a couple. There was a couple that yeah were, uh, that were, in, were the involved in the adult industry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's get a list, Michael. Who we got? Rocket Love. Cont- before we move on, because I did watch these shows. Okay, so if you have a favorite Rocket Love contestant, please. Yeah. So if we're going to talk Rock of Love, though. Rock of Love, yeah. I'm trying to think. How do we feel about Flavor of Love? I mean, the undisputed champion. I feel like Flavor, Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love is the undisputed champion of those. Because you're like. Granted, but, but, do you feel, do you feel. I can't find a list, I'm sorry. Do you feel like uh, the Flavor of Love instead, like, because that one for me, I'm like, 
man, Public Enemy was like, is not sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. like, that one's like, Flavor Flav's like kind of out to lunch. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, that's like a statement that's, you know, yeah. pretty well known. But like, Flavor Flav being out to lunch is like kind of like, anti like public enemy for and but i love that show but yeah. for all the wrong reasons it's i like it because it's like it's it's bad tv you know what i mean oh yeah and like for me yeah. on that one like Fla- flavor flav doesn't seem as as in on the joke all the time where like brett michaels seems more in on the joke like brett michaels will like wink wink and raise an eyebrow and yeah. be like oh like well look at that there that's pretty uh, you know right, right. but like and, and uh, it, for me, like, Flavor Flav is never, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it was fun TV, but I, it's nothing, like, I would might go back and, like, watch, like, an episode of Rock of Love and laugh. But, like, yeah. I don't know if I'd go back and watch, so, and, I mean, I loved that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for me, like, I don't know. Didn't hit the same. No. It doesn't hit the same later. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe because it's, like, Flavor Flav, like, doesn't have a career now, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for that one, he kind of, like... It played the wrong way, and it was the same show. You know what I mean? Well, they were, and the, well, then then you had all the spinoffs because then you had like, I love New York, right? And like Daisy of Love, or well, it was Daisy right. of Love, right? Was off of the Rock I of love, love franchise. New York, New York is my favorite contestant she, out of dude, any of those. She's badass, man. She's so she does not fuck around. She she recorded the president. Is was that her? No, that was Amorosa. Amorosa. Amorosa secretly recorded the president when she got fired from the White House because she got a job. Oh, I yes. didn't know that. That was Amorosa. No shit. Yes. Um, New York, I think, was a contestant on But uh, she's, she's done The thi- Apprentice, she, though. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was, The Apprentice, right. Yeah. She was some, yeah, I know she she had, like, other sort of public connection but to, to shows what I am exclusively the VH1 stuff. What I am saying is that, like, the that one, like, it doesn't play well for me, because like you know what I mean, because like yeah. if we're talking about like what they like what they did and like the careers of these people, like the reality show, like that one didn't play out well. Kind of like yeah. drove to like Flavor Flav's not in Public Enemy anymore, and it kind of like starts with that moment. You know what I mean, and ends with him like not being a Public Enemy, yeah. and it kind of like it's a ride that takes years to get there. But you know what I mean? Yeah, because Flavor of Love—that's the thing. Because you is, like, lose like what you were after in the first place, and the artistic, like you know what I mean. Yeah. But like Brett Michaels, that, yeah. that's that fine. That VH1 money comes knocking at your door, though, man. It's fine for me because like Brett Michaels can that go happens. with Poison, and he wrote like new songs, and like his fan base got behind him and all that stuff, and he like took it and made more, yeah, more art with it, really. Yeah, because and you more look at entertainment. It, I hear what you're saying though, because if you were to look at it from the lens of like, and it's like a good second or third act for him and it's i right, think it's like a right. nice a, a nice thing to see instead yeah. of a tear down right because if we're talking because like what we're really talking is on this episode is the the you know the culture of media and then the rise and tear down of people you know what i mean so like and yeah. it works in that you can like take something that's kind of like hokey and play play off and make you look better for doing you know what i mean yeah. and then there's ones where like they you might not play it well in the situation might have been you could have played it well right you know what i mean right yeah i um well let's take a let's take a quick break i do want to talk about something that kind of that also relates to this but we've been going for about 35 minutes so let's take a quick break quick break crack into this danish and uh we'll <laughs> we'll be right back get in the garage get in a garage
Peaks is a show in which comedians have lively discussions about the most memorable peak periods of the actors, musicians, and athletes that dominated pop culture. John Koppel and a guest break down what each celebrity accomplished, why that person's work resonated with so many of us, what caused the peak to end, and so much more. All of Season 1 is out now for your binging pleasure, and Season 2 features breakdowns of icons like Mike Tyson, John Candy, and Leonardo DiCaprio. You can subscribe to Peaks wherever you listen to your podcast, and as always, it's brought to you by our friends at the Wasted Robot Network. All right, everyone, welcome back to Get in the Garage. A musical podcast. Music podcast. Just me and Luke here today. We're not a musical podcast. Today we're going to talk about Rent. (laughs) (laughs) You bite your tongue. I fucking love Rent. I mean, we might talk about musicals one day, but we're not exclusively a musicals I could talk about Fiddler on the Roof, Pippin, Jesus Christ Superstar, Fiddler of the Opera. I I could talk about that stuff. I don't really like musicals. Yeah, it's a it's an acquired taste. I like going to see a musical. Yeah, I. D- You're not going to sit in your living room. I hate right. watching musicals. Yeah, I understand that. It's well, it's it's like anything else, right? It's like stand up comedy or like going to see live music. Like, yeah. you just have to be there. I guess so. It's I'd... different. You experience it with an audience instead of just like sitting on your couch with your jewel. Like, <sighs> man, this is a. Uh... I like Rocky Ooh. Horror though. Up. That's like one of my favorites. Yeah, but that's like I don't know. Yeah, but it is. It's That's it's a, it's still a, a musical. That, I really yeah. like it. Yeah, you I'm know? a hardcore Jesus Christ superstar guy myself. Oh, so is uh, my significant other. Yes. Oh yeah, is she? Oh, I didn't my know God. she was down with the Jesus Christ superstar. She's like, it's like her family's like tradition. Uh, we that's what we every year around Easter, Jade and I watch Jesus Christ Superstar. What's yeah. the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's yeah. the buzz? That's, that's her it's family great, too. That's great. But we are not here to talk about Jesus and musicals. What we're <laughs> one day though we should One talk about should. Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, so no, we were you know we're talking about all that stuff and how we're talking about you like know, uh, you know celebrities and uh, yeah. reality shows and how like uh, the culture is kind of like taking a turn in reflecting on all that right. celebrity and right. And you know, we're well, talking we, about Pam and Tommy and Pam that and, new right. series. So just to kind of piggyback off of that, there's another series uh, that I've been watching about the Wu Tang Clan. Right and. And before you started on that, even yeah. like, let's just talk about like we were talking about artists like Beyonce, like making their own kind of uh, images and in, in things now instead of like the press getting to dictate that like uh, something the Beatles actually kind of invented with their uh, promotional films. Mm. But um, uh, so like even Wu-Tang now, like instead of like, you know, I, obviously this was it's a TV show and it was brought through many things, but like the executive producers on it are all like you know, the Wu-Tang members and stuff. So it has a strong, like, this is going to be the story, not yeah, not like a a, a version of it that's, like, you know, inauthentic, yeah. right? And it, th- there are, well, that's the thing. There, there are some, you know, liberties that are taken with the narrative in the show. But if you listen to any interviews with RZA specifically, because he ha- he's, it's him and um, I can't remember the other producers, uh, main one, Alex Tsei, I think his name is. Um, you know, he, he, when he's talking to the show, cause there's this, so there's this beef that happens between Ghostface Killer and Raekwon in the show, right? Where Raekwon shoots at Ghostface Killer's house in the projects. It's, you know, but that never happened, right? you know? So you watch that and you're like, all right, I mean, I, I understand why like they have to, they have to take these sort of narrative turns in order because you're not you know what i mean like real life is real life and it's intense but when you're approaching something as like a television show that has a very clear narrative you know you almost have to like manufacture 
certain things. Yeah, you got to make it like somewhat of a story, like the way like a right. mile wasn't really like the story of Eminem's right, like, right, exact, yeah. exact life. It yeah. was like kind of like that. It was kind of like that, right? So you you know you base things loosely off of um, off of events, but there are other things that are are true. But I think I don't know. I think it's a well done show. I know people. Some people are kind of like. But does you it? Know. I see. I haven't watched it, so let me ask you the question: Does it almost like do it do them in like the superhero light, where like they come like almost like larger than life kind of figures, or does it like humanize them? Well, which, yeah. Which one that, does it do? Does well, it kind of uh, do a little of both? It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. But there is still very much that kind of like Riza, the real Riza's mind behind the whole thing, right? So there's like there's some like really cool like creative way that scenes are cut when like Riza, the young version of Riza in the show, is like putting a beat together right you know and he's got the turntables and the like the, the drum machines and all this stuff and he's like isolating tracks but they're like the you know they're the musicians playing right. the instrument like sitting in front of him and he's like well i don't like you so he takes he takes one of them out and he adds a different drummer in and then like takes this vocalist out and then adds a different vocalist in but it's like he's doing it from the helm but it's right. showing it to you in this way where he's like right this it's is showing like what's going on in his mind right exactly right. and i love that i think it's so cool i i love that man um, See, and like, it's just a super well done show too. Like that, I you know, like even, I said, there's mixed reviews, but I really enjoy it. So even to like, um, like let's bring it like on the crazy level now, right? Where we're like having a lot of fun. I haven't watched it, but I'm gonna like watch it. I believe this week is uh yeah. the new uh Dave Grohl Foo Fighters Studio Six 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 horror movie. Oh yeah, I saw I saw his promotion for that when he did Hot Ones, right? And they talked about it. So like that movie is coming out, and uh, I think Whitney Cummings, the comedian, is in it as well. Mm. And it's just like um. See, like, and that's, like, obviously not, like, a um, reality show, you know what I mean, like, yeah. we're talking about. But, again, it's, like, a f- I feel like the way that, like, musicians and artists are making things nowadays, it's so, like, anything is anybody, like, or anybody can do anything. Like, me and you right now are making a podcast, and yeah. we're in yeah. my basement, and, like, you know what I mean? We're just two, we're nobodies. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. So, like, that's you know, empowering in some sense, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And at least to just have something to do. Yeah. But, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Ah! Uh, talking about Wu-Tang. Yes. Oh, I was talking about the <laughs> Studio 666. So, oh, yeah. But, no, um, so, even what I'm saying with that is, it's like, it's really cool when, like, like, the Foo Fighters just made a movie, Mike. Like, yeah. and it's not Kiss Meets the Phantom. It's like, a, <laughs> it looks like a well-done movie. Yeah, right. You know what it's I mean? Like a, it's kind of like a, Sort of hokey, yeah, and, uh, and, mis- murdery possession, right? And mystery like, thing. I- I'm ready to have fun again, like, and I'm ready for like yeah. the Yellow Submarines of the world yeah. again, like in like the Monkey's Head and like movies like that, right? Because I'm, it's just even like the the weird arty like Pink Floyd films, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, stuff like that. I I feel like we're getting to a point now where like we went through like the complete industry like you know what i mean like the industry is everything and da 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 we tried everything and it was very industry wise and obviously this is a big movie made by an industry like i get that yeah fighters but like still though the fact that the food fighters got to make a movie is exciting you know what i mean yeah and it's like a it's like a scripted horror movie it's fun it's kind of tongue-in-cheeky it's like um you know what I mean? It's kind of the thing. Like, I wish like somebody would like come up to Bob Dylan right now and be like, "Do you want to write? Like, do you have a movie script or?" In-? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like yeah. it would be weird and out there and fun and like yeah. you know what I mean. And so I think it's just another branch of like them controlling it and like 
I think we're going to start to see like a lot more of like maybe not like um like tear down but more of like positive art mm. art statements yeah. in in that kind of the video-y medium yeah. right yeah, well, the control. You know, I'm making the, that's. A, I'm making a pretty grand stretch from like yeah, talking about Rock of Love saying, to though, but to talk about like more feature like fi- films of like having fun and maybe making like serious art points. Even to that, like, I yeah. think that was about maybe like six years ago at this point. But like the um, oh, probably more than that. The uh, it's been a while. The Foo Fighters it's been a while. um. HBO documentary where they made uh, a song. Oh, Sound City. Um, yeah, they wasn't made that it? It was called Sound City. And no, they... that oh, well, that one as well where they did the documentary on the studio. But I'm t- even talking about the oh, one they, they do go to Sound City during that. But I know what you're talking about. The one where they make the yeah. um, the documentary where they make a, a song in all in each city each, and it becomes yeah. the new st- uh, studio album from the yes. Foo Fighters. Like yep. that was like an interesting thing from like an artist standpoint and right. Uh, I just feel like that whole thing of like controlling how you look on and even like you're giving a lot of yourself, but you still get to be like, it's, you're not going to get everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And I feel like that's, you know, and they, people have podcasts now, like artists can, if they want, you know. Yeah, well, because the thing is, is like if you wanted on. to, if you wanted to have an image be portrayed for you or well that's what it was if you wanted to have an image portrayed, it was portrayed for you by like the powers that be where now. You know, these artists, they have an Instagram. They have a TikTok. So they're connecting with their fan base in an, in a much more direct way rather than, like, Britney Spears is sitting down for an interview and they're relentlessly asking her if she's a fucking virgin. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? Like, we've like, come a long way, man. We've that's come Because that's fucked. Like, that's, like, ugh. Yeah. Like, but that's fuck? that's what, we're like, I think what we're, like, talking about is, like, today, like, me and you grew up on that. And now the right. culture is, like... Hey, like, let's, you know, is, is, is the culture is, I think, turning to where we're looking at what we did. Yeah. I don't know if we've turned all the way around to like, you know, like face, like, you know, like move in the other direction. But it's definitely like a big statement when you have all these, like, you know, lookbacks of like, you know, and I think that really started with like even further, like something I talk about, um, my, uh, my girl the other day was like, uh, the Monica Lewinsky thing. Uh, It's like, it starts like there. Where she did that like TED talk where she was like, "Hey, you treated me like shit, yeah, all of you." Yeah, and then everybody was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we did, huh? Yeah. We really did." Yeah. And now you know Britney Spears, and you know we're looking at all these all these people. <laughs> if, only, if only we could apologize to Amy Winehouse. That that one, let's see, that one. We were indebted. That's we were indebted one, to her, man. But, and that is like the arrow I think we're talking about where yeah. I don't think we really want to see anybody that happened to anybody else again. And I don't yeah. I can't think of like a pop star that that's really like been uh, like ongoing. Like the one right now is like, I don't know, but Kanye West seems like he's a bit oh, troubled the full, at the moment. Yeah, right. uh, like we talk about, I think, almost every week on this podcast Yeah, about Kanye. But like um, he's like going through that right now. And I feel like the media is kind of like, hey, man, like. You all right? Like, <laughs> yeah, because right, right. like they're reporting on it, but yeah. a lot of it is like, "Hey, man, like, you know, like it's more of like yeah. a, a need a hug, man." Like, the what tone, the, fuck? the tone is different. Yeah. The tone isn't like Kanye. Well, some of it is Kanye West is crazy, but yeah, right, right. The majority of it is yeah, but uh, this is, is what's going on with Kanye. Like, you know My, what I mean? Right, and I think that if you want to draw a comparison to like uh, it, so if this was happening to Kanye in two thousand and two. There'd be like a reality show about it, where it's just like Kanye and Kim just got yeah, with like all the talking heads and like the talking heads and all that shit. Yeah, it would complete. It would. It would. It would totally be. You know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. 
But and it wouldn't even be from like an entertainment channel type channel. It would be like the trashy VH1. Okay, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we yeah. put we put Kanye up in like oh, this old retro fucking mansion so that way he can try to find love again after his heartbreak with Kim Kardashian. And drama ensues. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm I hear what like, you're saying. Like that—that that was the era of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like we we, we would stand by and, and watch our heroes literally unravel in front of us without batting an eye. Where I think what you're trying to say is now people are like, "Hey, man, what the fuck's going on?" With yeah, yeah. Yeah, was he okay, man? Is this dude okay? Instead of being like, "Oh, that Kanye." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's crazy. Wow. You know, and in all reality, you're like, this man is like stalking his ex-wife, his yeah. soon-to-be ex-wife, and like her current boyfriend's life is. In, in misery now because he's right. getting harassed by people on the street because Kanye's like, attack him! Whenever you see him, attack him! You know what I mean? Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, we're more of like, hey man, like that behavior's not great. Like, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And right. I feel like, like that's a big push forward. Man, I got you've had that the entire time. I don't know if anybody's seen it. That's bleach right there. Yeah, that's bleach. The other stuff is caulk. Oh, bleach and caulk. Wow, look at you. Wow, wow. A working man. A clean working man, though. I I really am. This bleach. I got the working man's outfit on. Too. Yeah, it's good though. Um, Our collars are blue here. <laughs> <laughs> Our necks are red. Oh my gosh. Um, but no, I, I. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, so you that know, good thing, right? Is yeah, that the narrative has turned in that way? That's like you know, hey, we'll like, um, talk about mental health. You know, I mean, I I enjoyed watching the Pam and Tommy thing, and I enjoy like the mm. the questioning thing, and like whether you know what I mean, and um, yeah, cool. Because I think that's the thing. Like when Jade and I were watching. Pam and Tommy. We naturally had that que- like at one point, like yeah. you know, where you're like episode four or five in, you start thinking about it, and you're like, "Man, this is fucked up." Like right. I understand the motives of the guy who like stole the safe and all of that because Tommy Lee held a fucking gun to his head. Let's be honest, here. Right, Tommy right. Lee's not a fucking great dude. No, not saying in the situation. You know what I'm saying? Not, not, not by any means. But then to also reflect on it in a way of being kind of like the release of this film. Look at the two different sort of reactions where Tommy Lee is just kind of like, yeah, whatever, because he knows it's going to like, you know, mm-hmm. it'll kind of make him relevant again. Whereas Pamela Anderson... kind of tanks her whole career. Rec- well, and she completely recedes. The real Pamela Anderson completely recedes in this way where she's like, fuck, I got to relive this whole shit again, man. This is right. like the most humiliating thing in my fucking life. Right. And I got to make a fucking show about it. Mm-hmm. So it's what do you do? You know what I mean? Like it's that sort of... At least watching this show, I still watch it. Whether or not that's good, I don't fucking know. But I still watch it. But in the back of my head, I'm like, man, she yeah. was just another one that they fucking tore down, man. Yeah, that like, was made into this like sex symbol. And then it's like when popular culture wants their celebrities sexy, um, and the, but then they actually have something that's explicit, say. I mean, aside from Playboy, because Pamela Anderson did did pose for Playboy. Right. But like... um. And, uh, uh, a, a movie depicting her having sex. But it's sex, different. It's then like they, it's, they're like they tear her down. You right. know, it's like right. It's a and and it's the more of like the, the intimate thing. You know what I mean? It's like the love. Right. That's the, you know what I mean? Right. Because not for nothing. I don't know the ins and outs. I do know that at one point Tommy Lee got in trouble because and rightfully so because of some like domestic violence style things towards Pamela Anderson. Like I think he hit her or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I, well, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, but what I am saying is yeah, like, I know, I know what you're saying though. Yeah. Is is that like the the situation with her is is much? You know what I mean? Is it's yeah. like he has way less to lose, and like it's in even like today, like by 
lear- like by watching it and somewhat learning like yes i am entertained by it but also it's like yeah. it's a it's something it's a where well-made show like, it's, I'm not saying it's something it's not a where you show. reflect on right how you thought about something previously right you know and i, I mean? hope that that that's I and, hope that that's what people get as a takeaway from this. Right. And to I feel think, sort of troubled by watching this at the right, same time. Right, because I my view of Pamela Anderson before this was kind of like, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of like, she's kind of like a bimbo. And it's just like, it's yeah. the first thought that comes to the head. It's yeah, not right. like and I, it's I not... actively go out thinking that about Pamela Anderson. No, 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 no. But what you're saying is is that there's this certain that's sense the of archetype, like... archetype, you yeah, know what right, I mean? Right, And then right, you right, get right. to see her in It's this... the exploited sex symbol that right. becomes sort of like, unfortunately, because right. of the popular narrative... Then you're like, oh, she's like slutty, but it's and like, then, no, she's, then, just a, she's a fucking human being who like, right? And the argument is <laughs> like, if you don't want to be treated, don't dress. And it's just like, well, why does Tommy Lee get to be respected and like get to walk around with his shirt off and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's not really damaged at all. Like, yeah, Motley I Crew, mean, he's damaged. He's damaged. <laughs> he's, da- he's damaged. But like, but maybe not anymore. Yeah, but, but the not, time he for wasn't sure. damaged by that incident in the same way. You know right. What I mean? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, the social impact of the sex tape being released. You know, it's I I I don't know. I can't speak for fucking Tommy Lee. I don't know. Although he is Greek, so I feel like I have a little bit of a oh ESP God. there. But I'm just saying, man. Like that dude probably watched that tape and was just like, man, I look pretty good. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Where Pamela Anderson's just like, this is going to destroy my career that I worked so fucking hard to build and right. to be taken seriously as an actor. And then Tommy Lee's just like taking a piss in the bushes and slugging down a fucking Jack Daniels, and he's just like, yeah, I got a big dick, ah, you know, and you're like, ah. Yeah, you know, and, and so like that's where you, the whole. That's why I I kind of enjoy these these like things now where we're looking back. I wanted to also bring it back to another thing that we talked about on this program before. Uh, I think last summer maybe, I don't remember, the Woodstock '99 doc, which was oh yeah, which was a giant look back of the culture in the music, and I think that that music doc. I, it wasn't my favorite the way it was done. Like I didn't agree with all the points it made. Yeah, it, it right, was. Right. It wasn't the most well done thing, but the thing it did I enjoyed about it the most it was the way it made me look back and reflect on the culture and that music, mm-hmm. and that shit like that documentary too was like a look back of like what were we doing, what were we singing about, what, how were we acting, mm-hmm. how were we behaving as people, and yep. it was almost about that same time period. And um, yeah, oh, it's yeah, very yeah. interesting, and even to the point where, like, now, like, to a point where, like, you, we may have like seen those people there, and we kind of may like have still be like crapping. Like, Limp Bizkit had a pretty good resurgence, and they got yeah. like some kind of like recognition for like the music they had done. Um, but I think like, th- like the the total like look back of like, oh, yeah, man. Corn was really good, and they did put on a good set. And, oh yeah, dude. and you're like, yeah, maybe yeah. like it's not fair to like just you know what I mean. Yeah, and then like that, there's a lot of things that are like just was that right? Did this happen? The, um, is this the look back? Is is I think it's an interesting needed. one. It's needed because like because look... here's the thing. I think what you're trying to say is like it's important to do these lookbacks because. On one end, we need to be exposed to the atrocities that we as human beings have, like, done. Like, the things that we've done that's, like, that was kind of a stain on, like, humanity in terms of just a lot of the stuff that went down. Right. But you you have to, in a, in a way, separate the art from the artist and being kind of like, yeah, but, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers was told not to play fucking fire and they did it anyway. And then a bunch of fire started. That's pretty fucking cool. You know what I mean? You're like, because yeah, and it's, it's, and it's not, you know what I mean? It's, it's this dualistic place. You have to, like, have yeah. your foot kind of in both places where you're like, 
Well, what? It's, it is rock and roll, man, and like right. Jerry Lee Lewis lit his fucking piano on fire. You know what I mean? Like, so we've it's this isn't new stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like also like if but you watch that documentary, like, oh yeah, that was horrible. That if you stuff, watch that documentary, uh, the the Woodstock founder Michael Lang, mm-hmm. uh, very heavily to blame. Very heavily to blame. Him and the other guy. Yeah, I forget the other name. promoter's name, yeah, but uh, the promoters of, of that show were oh entirely to blame. Bonkers. Yes. Um. But anyway, uh, also. You know, uh, take care of one another in public settings and watch out for your brother. So, I'll, but can brothers I just, and sisters. Can I'll I just say, say though, like my my favorite part of that documentary was probably it's my favorite in a way of not because I like I enjoyed watching this happen as much, but in in a way being like, ha, huh, there now now there it is is when they're ripping down the peace wall. Yes, and I'm like, do you need more definitive <laughs> proof of how fucking angry people are? Yeah. they're literally tearing down a peace wall, like. And they're like, yeah, fuck this thing. And it's like, the guy, local artist worked. The guy that goes, like, uh, looking back, a wall wasn't the greatest metaphor for peace. But what we're really talking about is like, so modern reflecting and looking back. Yeah. So like the uh, modern music programs looking back about like what, you know, what we had done in the celebrity video you know, reality show narrative kind of thing. Yeah. Even to the point where, like, Woodstock 99, you it was pay-per-view. It was out there. You could watch live a live feed of it for, like, the entire three, four days, whatever, how many times it was. There was a live feed of it. Yeah. So it, it was the same thing. It happened in the video age. So, yeah. like, I think, you know, the lookbacks are necessary. I really enjoy them. Um, Like, if anybody, like, even to, you see this podcast, like, if you have, like, a retrospective book that's, like, kind of, like, a big picture look back, I'm into those. I like the hot takes and the big picture look backs and the the reflectiveness because especially in the, now, like, me and you are the age where, like, now we're looking back on, people are now looking back and examining our childhoods and Mm -hmm. our high school, like, um, culture and, like, examining it very much so with, like, you know why was that that and we were the first generation everything's on video everything's audio everything's everything you know what i mean everything's out there for us you know what i mean and so like it's very interesting to look back on those things and um i'm curious to see where we go culturally moving forward with all that good stuff and i'll tell you what what's really far out is tiktok now has a filter a pamela anderson filter oh geez you know, but that's that. If that more, do you want more definitive proof? It's like this is the internet age, man, where but, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, so this show comes out and somebody's like, I'm gonna make a Pamela Anderson filter, and they just make a Pamela Anderson filter, and all of a sudden now, thin eyebrows and like the messy bun with like the loose chunky highlight bangs going on and stuff is like, it's well, back. the thing <laughs> is too is like this isn't the way it should happen by any means, but like if she gets like a whole third act, like it's well deserved. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't right in the first place to like. Yeah, that's my hopes for this show is that like it allows people to see, like how how shitty the whole thing played out for her. Right. You know, and I and I definitely going into it the first couple of episodes was like, all right, I just hope that they don't paint this weird picture of her. But I think they're doing a decent job of painting a picture yeah, of her I think in it's... a way that's like honest and being like. This woman was traumatized by yeah. this shit, people. Like, I hello. Think it plays a lot of different, like, it plays in, like, a lot of different, like, um, kind of, like, moods. Like, com- like we were saying comedy. But it yeah, also right. plays very well in the other direction where it also, like, says all, it has the, the notes it needs to. And it drives the point home, like, yeah. very clearly, yeah, like, yeah. when it needs to. But it also uses comedy as the, the levity of yes, the situation. Right. So, like, you're Seth, you're, what is it, Seth Rogen yeah. and, um... 
uh, who's the guy? He plays um, Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec. Oh, yes, yes, name. yes. Uh, uh, the, Nick Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman with, like, the crazy, like, gross, like, mullet, and he's always, like, sweaty. He plays a porn director. Yeah, and it's like, what it's, the fuck? Like, yeah, it's, that, it's that's, bonkers. It's, that's the comic relief in it. And yeah, that, that's funny. like the Yeah, so, like, the Pam and Tommy scenes like where they're together they're, those that's, are the serious yeah that's scenes. like the more drama scene and then it has like a whole second kind of storyline that's all kind of comedy based yeah, right. and like slapsticky yeah because seth rogan's character what's his name um is like the rand gothier is the guy that stole the sex tape he's the guy with. that right he steals the safe but even his character like i don't know if the real rand gothier is like this but in the in the show they have him and he's like you know, he's like this avid student of like theology. Yes, and like he he's is like, like he's that a, in real life. Oh, is he like that? Yeah, in real life? I, I looked up like what was true, what was false. Right, like, that was one of the things that was real. That was true. Okay, so there you go. You know, so but it's like you can't help but like look it, at that and think it that reminded that's kind of me funny. of you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> not am... in like a not in the preachy way, but the way that yeah. you're all like, have you read the Buddha, dude? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but the fact that, and also the fact that that dude like disguised himself as like that Alaskan Mastiff or whatever yes. fucking like that was dog real. That, they had. That, that was, was real, real too, yeah. yeah. He like snuck on the grounds disguised as a fucking dog. Oh man, you're gonna have to put like maybe a, sp- a big spoiler in the beginning of this podcast. Why? Because we've like spoiled all of this Hulu. Ah uh, fucking with the joke. <laughs> no. Well whatever. Yeah, I mean I, I guess I'll 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 put that out. Maybe there. put you should put a disclaimer in the beginning. Okay. I'll put a, I'll there put are, a disclaimer. There are spoilers to many things. Yeah. But um yeah, um, man. So, including this one big spoiler: Brett Michaels never really finds true love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brett Michaels. Your tour oh! ends here. <laughs> Your tour ends here. Jesus, that's that's it, man. <laughs> that's it. All right, listen. But, um, so yeah, cap it all off. Like, what we're you know this episode you know is a little loosey goosey, but like, yeah, we're just having fun. What we're just me BSing, and Mike you know? really want to talk about was like you know the the reality shows of our youth and like how it's uh reflected today and you yeah. know i think looking um, back a retrospective yeah it's in that it's, style of entertainment you yeah know? And, and well that has to do with music and at least right, and uh right. i think it's going to be cool to like if anybody has like anything like uh, one of those like a look back that's like similar or like yeah. you know you know throw it out there give us a yeah, give, give us, us a, a suggestion and talk like, to us uh i think uh talk to us leave a comment yeah leave a comment are, are you we're on YouTube. also if you grew up with these reality shows also tell us who is your favorite rock of love contestant uh, it has to be daisy i like that girl there's like a girl in like the, one of the episodes she's like don't threaten me with a good yeah, time first, yeah i think she goes like the first episode she's like shit faced the whole time i she's think like, she don't pukes. me with a good time yeah and then she yeah, throws I think she up pukes. Yeah, yeah i think she pukes but Listen, uh, all our best to Brett Michaels and the Michaels. We hope he finds love. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the Michaels uh, estate. Yeah. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to YouTube and Instagram. And fa- we have Facebook. Maybe we should start a TikTok, too. I don't know. We'll see. Patreon to come. Patreon should be on its way. We're getting a Patreon? At some point soon, yeah. Cool. So, uh, you know, that way we can, you know. Also, um, possible T-shirts. We're gonna we're ironing out the logistics of the T-shirts now trying to figure out you know but we might do a little t-shirt fundraiser yeah try to help us uh you know build our studio up a little bit nice you know make this nice good content for everybody who enjoys it so um yeah yep Sh- so. and share 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 like share and subscribe yeah check out pam and tommy and tell us if you like it Comment. and like if you enjoy it and yeah. same with the wu-tang thing tell yeah. us if you've enjoyed that you know the woodstock 99 things like uh kind of like a year old but 
Also, if you want to talk about that, I always want to talk about Woodstock 99. Yeah. I want – this is what I want. I want – I would love to put a book together of people's accounts, personal accounts and stories from Woodstock 99 to get like a day one, day two, day three. Like it would be super interesting. Just the average fan person who was there. Yeah, like what happened? What was their – you know what I mean? Yeah, because like it's – it's it was modern, you know. A lot of people are, yeah. you know, and it was yeah. like a thing that happened in in a time where I was alive. <laughs> it's crazy. Because there's, but I'll tell you this: if you remember, man, were you even really there? Check out the great um, <laughs> accounts. There's a great accounts on Reddit. If you check out Woodstock '99 personal accounts on Reddit, there's a couple oh. of people that gave great great ones. So yeah. check those out as well. Well, maybe we'll ha- we'll try to get them on the potty wad. I, I would love to interview somebody that went to That'd Woodstock cool, '99. Right? That'd be dope. Just to ask questions, but. Once again, thank you all for joining us here on Get in the Garage. We hope you enjoyed this, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.